If you've found yourself stuck in a cycle of health kicks rather than building a healthy lifestyle, this episode is for you. We want to help you unsee fitness as a challenge and find your way to building a sustainable, healthy lifestyle you are proud of. What's up, Grace? How was your Thanksgiving? My Thanksgiving was good. Like I talked about last week, it was just going to be me and my mom, but it was so nice. We had such a great day and then got to see some family members over the weekend. So that's how mine was. Carly, how was yours? I love that. No, I had a great Thanksgiving as well. So just you know, being curious going into the first year of marriage and things like that, like what's it going to look like with split family holiday things? Like, can we cram it all in? And I would say we did pretty well with that, you know, balancing um, being three hours away from my family, an hour away from Blake's family. So we kind of split some days here and there between everybody, but lots of good food. And, but you know, but still glad to be back home in a routine before back into Christmas holiday gatherings and travel and everything else. So yeah, it, it was a good Thanksgiving. So did you do any Black Friday shopping? I didn't do any Black Friday shopping. You know, it hasn't really ever been a huge tradition and it was just one of those years I think where all of us were like you know what let's just rest over this holiday season and so sometimes we would like go out occasionally just for a bit you know but this year we were like we'll hang in but <laughs> what about you guys yeah can definitely relate to that so <laughs> me and my family like especially like with my mom and my brothers and stuff we had gone through phases of like Black Friday was the thing to do and like each year we've tried to incorporate some type of Black Friday shopping but this year it just you know me and Blake were like we can we can skip out on that um you know we'll get our online deals basically and then exactly traveling back and forth it was like it's hectic. So <laughs> you know, mental health for the win in that situation. That. Um, but kind of speaking of that, like just mentality, mindset, we're talking about why challenges are ruining your mindset towards your health and fitness goals. So I'm really excited to dive into that because we are wrapping up a challenge. Okay. You're like, what are you saying? Because that's like going back on what you <laughs> Um, we're, we're contradicting up. ourselves but exactly thank you those are the words I was looking for like yeah we're wrapping up a challenge we ran a November challenge um just for members inside of the Health Excel Academy to keep things fun going through the holidays and creating our own success but sometimes like well first of all before we even announced this challenge we were like hey here's the difference of a typical fitness challenge and our fitness challenge or health challenge and things like that so Super excited to announce the winners, but Grace, do you want to share a little bit more about like, you know, types of challenges that are not good versus the challenge that we ran inside of the Health Excel Academy? Like what was the difference between those two that we really wanted to like share with our members before even starting? Totally. Yeah. So we kind of prefaced it, like you said, of just saying, hey, these are not challenges. Like, or this one that we're doing is not a challenge. It's like for 30 days, we're going to have no sweets, no sugar. You know, I know a lot of people coming up with the new year think of like, um, I'm going to cut out carbs for all of January or dry January, no alcohol and things like that. But we really just wanted to point out that those are not challenges, like those boot camp type of environments that people create for themselves are not really what bring you 
success in the long run, right? It's almost more of like that goal of, hey, I just want to get it done. I want to be able to say, I cut out carbs for all of January. When in reality, the goal is to develop healthier habits, right? And lead you towards long-term success in your health and fitness. And so when we were presenting this bingo idea, this bingo challenge that we did for the Health Excel Academy members, it was basically like, fill in the blanks for some of these things of like, what would be good for you? Like we had walk for X minutes. Okay. Well, what would be realistic for you over the holiday season of Thanksgiving? Right. And do an act of kindness, things like that, that were just fun to be able to see other members pictures of them doing it, you know, sharing whatever, whatever they thought of for their, you know, bingo card, um, and just sharing it. So it was more about the community of like, Hey, let's do this together just to kind of connect better to bond better and just, you know, see what each other are doing over the holiday season. So I think that's just the biggest difference of there's no results necessarily that we were looking for other than let's just feel good, have a good time, do it together and see what comes of it. Yeah, absolutely. I think one of my favorite parts about this, besides the, hey, fill in the blank, like walk for X amount of minutes, walk for X amount of miles, because we have some people that go and hike on a regular basis. So a mile <laughs> walk for them is a breeze. That's a warm up, you know, and then right. we have other people that, you know, walking for 15 minutes might be difficult. So walking for a mile would be a huge milestone, huh, milestone accomplishment, um, <laughs> but like a big accomplishment for them. So we really wanted to like put it on our members to create their own success. But I love that we did not say no, like, you know, don't do these things mm -hmm. in anything except for like social media. We did say social media detox day, you know? Um, and so they, these are all things that are accomplishable on any given day, basically. And I love that we did something for every day of November, but it was not assigned to a day. So the way that right. this was set up was like a bingo card, you know, it was like, let's get bingo. Let's get five in a row or six in a row, the way our card was set up. Um, and basically saying like, hey, pick a number that you can do for that day or for the next day. So on a rainy day, you're not expected to go walk three miles. You know, those are not always things that are accomplishable and achievable just based on our day-to-day. -day. So I just loved the flexibility in that and still finding ways to be successful, if, even if it's, you know, someone can't make it to the gym three times this week. That's okay. You can still be successful by checking something off of your bingo card. And so I, I love that the women inside the Health Excel Academy, like, just took it, ran with it, and have been loving it. It's been awesome just to have a community of ton of photos of fun things <laughs> that they're doing, sharing their brainstorming sessions and how their morning routines are affecting their life, um, especially during this busy, stressful time. So that's been amazing. Um, so we made it very clear before we started a challenge, because we're going to talk about some pros and cons of challenges. And but we made it very clear, like, hey, this is not your typical challenge, guys, because this is the first challenge that we've ran inside of the HEA because of that specific reason. Like, we're not looking for a sprint. We're not looking for marathon right off the bat. No, we are creating long-term sustainable success in our health and fitness. And so, Grace, what are some pros of challenges before we hit people with the cons and the <laughs> negatives, I guess? So, yeah, what would you say? Like, good things that can come of challenges to keep it fun, I guess. 
Yeah, we can definitely start with some positives. So some fun things about challenges, like I said, there's a community that you're doing it with, right? Like I've seen a lot of people, even just over the pandemic of saying, Hey, here's a time where maybe let's have like a family weight loss challenge or things like that, you know, and it's just bringing families together, but you know, it can be with anything. It doesn't just have to be about weight loss, you know? But there's also a little bit of competition, you know, like friendly competition is always fun. Who can get the most steps? Who can go the longest without sugar or something like that? Just kind of having that friendly competition vibe going on at most times. Um, But also, I know that this is something that we've talked a lot about, Carly, is like when something is so new, right? When something is new, you want to try it, see if it works, just show yourself that you can do it, you know, just something that's new to kind of almost prove to yourself, Hey, I'm capable of that. Like I'm awesome, you know, and just saying, you know, there's, there's a finish line at the end of it. We talked about the finish line of what, um, a challenge can be. So however long it is, if it's a 30 day challenge or whatever, at the end of that 30 days, you did it, you cross the finish line and you can celebrate. So there definitely are some pros, you know, those things can be fun, but Carly, you want to introduce us like, yes, in the opposite direction, (laughs) we can talk about some cons. So yes, challenges are fun. The newness, it's like if you're going from one challenge to another, it's always something new to keep you engaged. But Grace, we talk with a lot of women, okay, inside the Health Excel Academy, outside of the Health Excel Academy. And women that are constantly looking for a challenge, those are the exact women that I see losing five pounds, gaining seven pounds, losing three pounds, gaining five pounds, you know, so Mm -hmm. they end up, it's like they get some results from a challenge. And because it's been a challenge of work out an hour a day, six out of seven days a week, or, you know, no carbs, no candy, no pasta, no alcohol, they're gonna get results. Okay, but that's, it's not part of them. Okay. It's just a, a sprint, a marathon to get to the end because they see that finish line. It's so doable in the moment that it's like, yes, I can do this, that they go right back to their old ways at the end of the challenge, you know? And so challenges are fun, but when they are misused in this way, it leaves women feeling like a failure because they're like, I did so good. I worked so hard. I said no. And I, I completed the challenge. And then they're right back where they started. So challenges leave you with that. I have to do more feeling. So it's like, for example, if we are doing a challenge that requires six workouts a week, like, how are you going to improve from that? Once you complete that challenge for 30 days, you have to work out seven days a week. And that's not good for our bodies. And that leaves us exhausted and without energy to do other things in our life. And then just overall leaving you feeling unsatisfied and it's like hey you know women that are doing these challenges they're not truly doing it to feel better to be healthier they're doing it because it's flashy and it seems fun and someone did Mm -hmm. it and was successful and then but when we go back and look at typical people's success it's not long-term success and so it's not always healthy nor sustainable like grace have you ever done a challenge and you're like, yes, I did it. And then after that, you didn't take away anything from it. Like the sustainability. Do you have any experiences with that? Yeah, for sure. I know that 
like, <laughs> I guess last year at some point, probably maybe even the year before I was like, there's this challenge. It's like push-ups and squats every day, you know? So it'd be like 30 squats or 30 push-ups. And then you do that every day for a month, which like was fun, I guess, in the time, you know, and be able to cross off that, Hey, you did it. But at the end of the day, I was tired from doing squats and push-ups. I didn't want to do any more after day 30, you know? So it wasn't like a sustainable, Hey, increase the amount that you work out type of challenge. And I'm glad that you said like it, if you're doing a challenge because it's flashy and someone else did it, but it's not necessarily for you. You know, it's not something that you identify with, like the purpose of goals and implementing habits to make those goals happen, right? Is so that you can sustain it long-term. But the only way that that's going to happen is if it actually works with parts of your personality, parts of your life, you know, like you can't just expect to totally reverse yourself of like a challenge of working out at 6am every morning for a month, you know, if that's like totally not part of your lifestyle and you're a night person and you usually wake up at 10, that's going to be incredibly hard for you and not something that you can actually fit into your lifestyle, right? So maybe yes. it was a challenge, a finish line that you crossed. Cool. I did it for a month, but it's not going to be sustainable because it's genuinely just working against your personality, your the characteristics of you that make you you. And there's nothing wrong with that, but it's like not all challenges actually in very few challenges are actually going to fit into your life. You know, right. how can you keep them long-term? Right. Absolutely. And we have a wonderful like reference that we have used in the past and <laughs> like, you know, a title for these things, a minimal baseline. So mm -hmm. literally building blocks for like our health and fitness for your health and fitness, you know, been like, making sure you are starting where you need to start. So you mentioned something about, you know, comparing to others, or I don't remember exactly what you said about whenever we join a challenge, we're all starting it from different points. Like if I enter into a challenge with someone that has not worked out in six years, that's unfair to them. If I enter into a challenge for someone or with someone that is running marathons and lifting crazy stuff all the time power <laughs> you know like strength building whatever like I, that's not fair to me because I'm just like hey I'm chilling in the middle there you know I'm sustainable healthy happy lifestyle for example like this is a very simple day-to-day -day example so apple watches okay Blake and I we got apple watches and you can do competitions with your friends and um for example so you can do step competitions, of course, you know, just like a Fitbit, I used to have a Fitbit and it was like, hey, who gets the most steps in the week or whatever. For someone that works a sedentary job at a desk, that is totally unfair to them to compete with someone that's a delivery person, a mail carrier or delivering packages and walking from door to door every day. And so super unfair because then the sedentary person has to go spend hours after work to catch up with steps. Um, for example, with me and Blake, so this is for us being completely different people. I'm female. He is male. I am five, three and a half. He is six foot two. He almost is a whole foot taller than I am. Um, he is a heavier person than I am. So women constantly are like, men's metabolisms are faster. 
Well, yeah, because typically there are bigger bodies. So there's a huge, we can talk about that later. Grace, that's a good episode title. Um, <laughs> we'll keep it in mind. That's good stuff. <laughs> yes. Understanding metabolism. So the bigger person, bigger body you are, the higher your metabolism is going to be. And so if we are doing a calorie challenge, who can burn the most calories? Blake is going to blow me out of the water because he's burning more calories just sitting than I am because he has a bigger body. It takes more effort for his body to run, if that makes any sense at all. But if we're doing a step challenge, we could walk the same distance all day long. But my little legs get so many more steps than Blake's long legs. Like, literally, like we can walk, we can go on you know, five mile walks total throughout the day. Okay. And so that's going to be right around, right over 10,000 steps for me. Blake's sitting at like 8,000 steps. So by walking five miles, I get two more thousand steps than him. Therefore I win the step challenge, but there's no, it's like, it's not success or not. It's not success for me. And it's not success for him or not failure for him because we should have different goals. So big long story just to wrap up and say everyone has different goals like with our November challenge everyone's you know mile count or minutes walked like everyone filled those in differently everyone that comes into the health excel academy for sustainable long-term success in their health and fitness goals they all start at a different point like Grace I know you've had clients it's just like hey we want you to go on two walks this week Hey, we want you to just not eat fast food this week. Hey, we want you to, for other examples, we want you to work out five days this week. Like, woohoo, let's go. Your body's ready for it. This is your next step. But everyone's minimal baseline looks different. So overall, challenges can be fun. They can be competitive. The newness is exciting. But if you're looking for real results that you can maintain, they suck. So pretty harsh but grace any takeaways from that i think it's so true though it's maybe it is harsh for us to be like no challenges ever you know but at the same time like you said everyone's goals are different and they should look different you know like if we set minimal baselines for ourselves that are low right the ones that we can achieve i love this like idea of it kind of being just outside of your comfort zone enough that you're challenged, but you're not doomed to fail. You know, like if you kind of set your minimal baseline of, okay, for my challenge, maybe I wanted to walk three miles. So I put three in and then I can walk three miles. That was challenging, but doable, right? Whereas maybe someone else's minimum baseline needed to be one mile or Maybe to challenge you and Blake, you guys did six or something, you know, like just things that are for you. Everyone's should look different because like you said, we're all coming from, from different points. And I think that's super important for everyone to keep in mind, even with just like a comparison game, right. Of like seeing things of like, oh, I lost so much weight. I lost whatever. Here's my new pant size and things like that. But at the same time, what if they needed to lose a hundred pounds and you need to lose five the whole different, like it's going to be a big, big difference. And so just understanding everyone, like you said, everyone's goals are different. Your minimum baseline needs to be set 
at something that is challenging for you, but doable. So then you can up it from there, right? If you, like, if I wanted to up mine to like, oh, I'm going to walk 10 miles today. I could not really go up from there probably, or else I wouldn't have any time to do work or eat food or, you know, like I just be walking all day long. So just kind of understanding, can you set it low enough? That's still challenging. You can accomplish it. And then you can go up from there. Yes. Like, and whenever we accomplish something small, it's momentum. We're building momentum. Yes. We've talked about this at some point as well. And Grace, before you share a baby action step. So just, I wanted to remind people, yes, we are like halfway that midway point of, okay, Thanksgiving, then Christmas, whatever. We have a month left of 2020. This is crazy stuff. But if you still feel like you're struggling with piecing these things together, what do I truly want for my health and fitness? Like, okay, I'm trying to do these small goals, but I still feel like I'm failing. Our holiday success guide, Grace, we've had so many people that are like, yes, I'm thriving because of this. Thank you so much. And we want more people to experience that. So please don't feel like you're behind. We started this back in, in the beginning of November. You are not behind. You can still take this, apply this to the next two months of your life. It's set up to get you started really in your, the first two months of your health and fitness journey. And so um, one, having an outline, a game plan that makes sense. And then for our Health Excel Academy members, like accountability takes you a long way, like a really, really far way of truly excelling in your health. See what I did there? So Grace, (laughs) where can they find this holiday success guide? And then I want you to hit us with our baby action step. Totally. So we would love to share this holiday success guide with you. It's never too late to get started in your health and fitness. So um, come and join our free private Facebook group on, uh, or you can just find it by searching health Excel community. And so it's just a group of women supporting each other, you know, with health tips, fitness tips, and just our, you know, our goals, we share goals and things like that in the group. So it's just great, a great way to find the holiday success guide as well to just, like Carly said, get an outline, kind of get an idea of, hey, what do we need to do to set ourselves up for success through the holidays, but then after, you know, how do we want to feel? So that's how you can get our holiday success guide. And I'm super stoked about this baby action step because I feel like I say that every week though. Like I'm so excited about this baby action step, but maybe I just love little baby action steps. So you're allowed to be excited. (laughs) Every week I just get even more excited. Um, But but this week I want to, I want us to make goals basically is where I'm going to get at because Carly, we've talked a lot about what it means to set a goal. That's realistic, right? Get a minimum baseline for yourself to where you can work upwards. What does it look like if they are realistic and not totally, unfathomable to where then you just end up failing, right? So what is a realistic goal? So this week's baby action step is really just to brainstorm, but brainstorm a goal for next year, right? 2021 is coming around. Brainstorm a goal, but how I want you to do this is to start with the end in mind, right? Like in the end, at the end of the year, at the end of the month, at whatever it might be, at the end, I want to do this. I want to feel this. Or in the end, I want to eat less this, like processed food. I want to drink less. I want whatever it may be. Start with the end in mind. But 
not only with just the end, there's this concept that I really, really love in a book I'm reading called Atomic Habits. And James Clear writes about what he calls the two minute rule. Okay. So yes, we start with the end of our goal in mind. Think about what you want in the end, but if it's a good goal, that's going to actually push you and help you achieve whatever success you're looking for, you shouldn't be able to do it right now. Right? Like I made this joke earlier. If my goal was to make coffee for the day, it could happen in two minutes, right? So my goal's achieved. But if you have a goal that's going to push you and is big enough, you shouldn't be able to do it in two minutes, right? But you need baby steps to get there. You know, we can't just change our overall health in two minutes. We can't, you know, lose however much weight in two minutes. We have to have goals to get there, baby steps along the way. So that's where this two minute rule comes in. Just think about what can you do right now? What can you do to get started in the next two minutes to work towards your goal, right? Your end, your end goal should be very hard, very hard to get to, but the beginning should be very easy. So for example, if you want to run a marathon, if that's your end goal, that's hard. Break it down into baby steps and so say, okay, in the very beginning of this, I can put on my tennis shoes because that'll motivate me to go on a walk or a run or something to get started. So that's the baby action step. Basically just brainstorm a goal for next year. Think about, hey, if that is my very hard goal, what can I do in the beginning to make a very easy baby step? I love this, Grace. You are always (laughs) so welcome to be super excited about baby action (laughs) steps because Yes, if women are applying these every single week, okay, and even if you miss a week, don't beat yourself up. Like, get back on track the next week, the next day, whatever. But they are so applicable. I struggle with that word. But I'm proud of you. In the moment, (laughs) thank you. I slowed down. I I did it right. Um, But yes, it's all about, like, creating our own success. Do what makes you feel good in the moment. Not like, okay, so take that back. We have to build the habits that make us feel good, basically, in achieving our big goals not just like oh a mcdonald's cheeseburger is gonna make me feel great you know because right after it's not um but yes as we're wrapping up this week thank you guys so much for listening grace we're diving into three ways to feel your absolute best right now next week so this is where to be right we're coming back we're recording we're sharing and excited for that Exactly. I'm super excited to talk about that with you, but also to hear about people's goals from your baby steps. So before you tune in next week, shoot us a message, you know, comment, whatever, let us know what your goals are. What, if you have any ideas from your brainstorm, we'd love to hear from you, but also can't wait to talk to you guys next week. Yes, absolutely. Grace, have an awesome day and I'll talk to you later. You too, Carly. Thank you for listening to Fit Facts. We hope that we have provided value to you today. If you haven't already, hit the follow button on Spotify. And if you're listening on iTunes, a five-star review is always appreciated. We would also love to have you join our free private Facebook group for women who are looking to excel in their health. For more information, visit healthexcelacademy.com.